Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. He does it out of love. He sees what goes on. He sees what's happening. And he's a uh, he's a great gentleman. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he. Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. My microphone's not on. C, senor. A dimly lit room where deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Rudy Giuliani. Well, I think it's absolutely hilarious. He's going out and doing interviews now. It's going to make everything better. 
Did I just see that MoveOn.org is trying to get a rally? Pump that music up. This is a party. Let's get the music going loud. This is a party. This is, you know what this is? It's an information party. Let's get this party started, right? It's an information party. Yeah. You want to come over to my information party? <laughs> Learn about what's going on in the world and discuss BYOI. Bring your own insights. I saw that MoveOn.org is trying to get a couple of giant rallies going for uh, Wednesday when they're having the vote. Does anybody remember what MoveOn.org is? Where the name came from? The whole point of the organization? Was it Move On from the Clinton impeachment? Move on. Move on, Congress. Do the American people's work. Oh, Enough with impeachment. That's funny. That's where the name MoveOn.org came from. That's what you, how do you call it irony? Yeah. Did they not recognize maybe they're not the right people for this message? Come out of your homes and rally to get to fire up impeachment. I find that hilarious. Yeah. How about a move on too? Let's all move on for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, it's like I just came across several things I find interesting that have nothing to do with uh, I or T. People relying on safety systems in cars is actually making them more dangerous drivers. Mm. Not, not surprising to me at all. Yeah, that confirms earlier studies for the backup cameras. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now the same thing is true with like a lane changing warning systems and stuff like that, which is interesting. You know, uh, one of my cars does have the old blind spot warning lights, and it's made me a little lazier about checking my blind spot. I, you know, I'm not proud of it, but I've I've noticed it. Your bald spot or your blind spot? My blind paint your blind spot. <laughs> check your blind spot. I do. I do check my blind spot. You check your blind spot. <laughs> right. Cars, they get in that area where I can't see. By the way, something. What do you care? <laughs> check your blind spot. Sick. 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 Sorry, if you get that, you loved it. If you didn't, we apologize. I know I got two trucks, one with the backup camera and one without. And uh Oh man. The one without, it's like, oh, that's right. The whole turn behind you, look around, make sure you're not going to run into anything. Even though there's a whole bunch of examples out there, statistically, of the backup camera not being something you should rely on well, right. without people, turning around and looking. People tend to lower their effort in direct proportion to the technological aids they have. And so they end up breaking even in terms of not squashing things. I have one vehicle, my old pickup truck, that does not have any backup cameras, any sensors, any anything. Well, that's every vehicle I own is like that, except for one. Well, and, and, and it frightens me. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't like it. Partly because, you know, my driveway, the way it's set up, i got to do like three-point turns and stuff like that. to maneuver, And I'm always backing into bushes and stuff like really? that. I hate the electronics. I want to get rid of the vehicle. I know. You're a Luddite. I want the world's to, uh... leading Luddite. <laughs> Hand crank engines. That's exactly. what you want. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You'd like to ride a horse. <laughs> that would be awesome. Actually, it would be kind of cool. <laughs> Freaking awesome. I'd want yeah. a shorter commute, probably. <laughs> Um, uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. Good. I'm getting excited about the, uh, ANG gift exchange at the end of the week. And, um, are we allowed to bring animals into the studio? Is, oh, oh, is that okay? And how? Not that you want to give anything away, but are we allowed to bring in, <laughs> well, there was wolf hybrids. <laughs> when you're, uh, what was it? Our a friend of the show, Pat, brought in those hissing cockroaches. Yes, that's right. Hissing oh, beetles yeah. of sort. Yeah. Yes, he oh. gave them to me. How yes. could I forget? That was what, a good time. What did you do with those? Oh, I uh, gave them to be adopted <laughs> to a uh, hissing cockroach shelter. <laughs> a farm yeah. upstate. Yeah, that's right. what that's I right. did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
found for, a loving home. That's what I did. Or did you just step on all of them? <laughs> I already told you. <laughs> They're on a farm. Yeah. Yes. So that, so that, that's Friday, the day of the, uh, what, do we, what do we call on Friday? What do we do call that? Our gift exchange? No, no, no. What's the rest of the day? We do uh, clips of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, which is always exciting. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Now, I, I don't anticipate anybody in this room has participated in this particular behavior of you buy something online, uh, but you you only need one, but you're not sure which one, so you order, let's say, ten. You keep the one you want, and you return the other nine. Uh, companies are now starting to get much more uh, savvy to this practice. Uh, consumer returns balloon by uh, 10% of total retail sales up to $369 billion in merchandise last year. For some reason, when you do this online, unlike brick and mortars where returns often get kind of inspected and then reshelved for sale, a lot of the online retailers just throw the, they just chalk that up as a loss and, and send it to the landfills. But now companies are starting to add, uh, penalties or only offering store credit for those returns. Uh, some of them are even uh, blacklisting the repeat offenders. Of no, 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 you can't, you can't right. do the returns anymore here. I so, didn't know. So, I didn't know some stuff just went to the landfill. Yeah, I saw that, a big story. I think it was just a couple days ago published on that, where they were did an examination of that. And for some reason, I don't, I didn't get deep enough into the article to figure out what the why is there. But yeah, yeah it's well, online returns often just get thrown away. I did not know that. That's mm. how cheap they are. It's got to be a rarity. Well, I bet with clothes though, yeah, they got like ten cents in those clothes. I wonder. Um, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. Put on your uh, party hats, my friends, because we have a special birthday for a cultural institution. A cultural institution. Yes, indeed. The Simpsons turned 30 years old today after more than 670 episodes and 34 Emmys. Mm. They have been renewed through their 32nd uh, season in 2021. The Simpson franchise net worth $13 billion and creator uh, Mac uh, Grading's net worth $500 million. So are any of the people from the beginning of that show still there doing things? What do you mean? Other than the voice actors? Yeah. Uh, no clue. I don't know that either. No. Even I've, the voice actors, I think, changed from the very beginnings of the show. Mm. Like was Dan Castell? Was the voice of Homer always the voice of Homer? Oh yeah, he yeah. was. He was on the Tracy Ullman show, okay. right? They must pay really well to stay with that job for that long. Of course, it would be practically effortless. You just got to show up into a radio studio, or they might even come to you. We've had some fairly bitter battles, <laughs> right? Uh, their agents like a, through the years. Wouldn't it like a hundred thousand an episode now, or something I have like no that? idea. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, certainly, all the writers have turned over and everything like sure. that a hundred times in that amount of time. Yeah. Um. Uh, whenever I tune it in, it's always funny. Yeah. It's just not part of my routine anymore. It was part of my routine for like, geez, twenty years. Mm-hmm. Boy, my kids grew up with it, and I found out at least two of them are subscribed to the Disney Plus now purely because it has all of the simpsons on there 30 episodes 30 years that's just incredible yes. yeah. yeah does it still get ratings and make money uh, i mean obviously oh, it, it does yeah again yeah. it's been renewed through 2021 so they wouldn't be renewing a lost leader yeah i look forward to when my yeah. kids are old enough to watch that because i will uh you know, watching the Mr. Plow episode with my sons would be a highlight of my life. <laughs> you need sure. it as a monorail. Yeah. <laughs> the, the last line is fairly suggestive. I remember that. That show. You might, well, kids, it's over. Dad, there's more. No. It's over. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, December 17th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. We hope you enjoy the show as much as the Koreans did animating it. <laughs>
So let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. I said that leading up to Christmas, Target is staying open extra late for shoppers. While over at Walmart, the windows are still smashed from Black Friday, so you can come and go anytime. Black Friday. Good Lord. Uh, what are their headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, all eyes on impeachment, while a major bill that will affect all of us for years is moving through Congress. Want to get into that? We'll yeah, give that's you a, worth knowing about. Yeah, we'll give you a quick update on the uh, impeachment saga, the long impeachment saga, and why science says clutter is bad for your health. Oh, boy. Coming I need to hear up. that. Yes. Um, yeah, the the bill. Is this the bill that includes raising uh, smoking to 21 yes. in the whole yes. country? Yes. Yeah, well, bipartisan support. we got to yeah. discuss that. Yeah. Every other crime is uh, 18, so you're smart enough to, to be guilty of whatever you, crime you commit as an 18-year-old, yeah. but not smoking. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, how does mail back look? Oh, fine and dandy. We have uh, lots of bum news and laying the idiotic white supremacist hand sign thing to rest. The A-OK thing? Yeah. Oh, oh, he's a racist, oh, everybody. No. Look what he's doing. I thought you had to do it like this oh, or something. Oh, that's oh, even oh. worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Bells will be to discuss the problem with sharenting coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. That's parents Did sharing. Did you just combine two words in a cutesy way right in front of me? <laughs> How dare That's you. That's parents sharing too much about their children online sharenting. Oh, God. Also. Shut up a ting. <laughs> also, the New York Times with a uh, a video photo story about one of your giant homeless camps in California. Oh, my. That everybody in the country should watch, just because unless you live in California or have been to Bangladesh, you've never seen anything like this before. Right. And they've It's got, astonishing. And, and it's all arisen in the last several years. And they've got a guy just, like, walking through <clears throat> with a camera so you can look around and see it, and it is just unbelievable. <laughs> and, as, and as the reporter says, I've reported all over the world, and you don't see things like this except for in refugee camps and some of the worst places in the world. Right. And I'm in Oakland, right across the street from the Home Depot. Very nice. It's incredible. Mailbag. <laughs> How about and, a free... Yes? And also sharenting. <laughs> How about a freedom-loving quote of the day from the great Friedrich von Hayek? Mm. The argument for liberty is not an argument against organization, which is one of the most powerful tools human reason can employ, but an argument against all exclusive, privileged, monopolistic organization against the use of coercion to prevent others from doing better. I heard an interview with a professor this morning. He was an economist. He happened to be a European guy. He was talking about the the huge change in the United States over the last 15 years, and I was surprised to hear this from a Euro but he said, for reasons of mostly excessive regulation, often passed by the bigger businesses who want it, because it crushes smaller uh, competitors. They don't have um, they don't have the resources for compliance. They can't hire an entire staff for federal compliance. Um, how competition in the United States is on the steep decline, and we pay multiples. More than we should for a variety of services, from cell phone service to internet service to uh, a bunch of different stuff. 
I found it very interesting. Boy, that Again, is especially from a euro. When people yeah. talk about the death of the American dream, that might be the American dream. The idea you can come up with a new idea and go out there and make a go of it. Right. If we crush that, we are crushing the American dream. Well, they asked him when you hear the land of the free or the you know the home of free enterprise, what do you think? And he said, "Well, not really. Some not so much anymore." Uh, anyway, more on that to come. Uh, nice note from Lance. Beautiful Pacifica, California. Congratulates, uh, congratulates us and, by extension, everyone on the fabulous fundraising success for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. It's amazing that you did it. Inspiring the ANG audience came through. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I've been wondering why it felt so positive. Not specifically my personal donation, but the more... Uh, but more the community feeling what the show did, and I think I've figured it out. It was an all-too-rare opportunity to join together as a real community to do something, and there was no enemy. Mm. The second point is key. As a society, we rally people around all sorts of causes, but our leaders usually motivate supporters by identifying a bad guy or an enemy that they're working against. Liberals are framing it. Uh, so many causes as ways to resist Trump and evil Republicans. Trump loyalists get motivated to really stick it to the media. Trump detractors, Pelosi and the Dems, uh, whomever. So the rare tribe that is about doing something good is about, as opposed to, you know, stopping a bad thing. Attacking someone else. Yeah. And so all the stuff that we always talk about, Kiwanis clubs, bowling leagues, all that sort of stuff, those were tribes that were about doing something fun or good. Right. Not, let's stop this bad thing. Let's stick it to them. In the service of crooked politicians... Thanks for doing something great for our troops, giving us a rare opportunity to take action for an entirely positive reason. Thanks for the note, Lance. Just taking a moment to philosophize via mailbag mm. at armstrongandgetty.com. That's how you email us. Uh, here's, a, here's a different flavor for you. Here's a picture that's making the rounds of a man pooing in the Safeway grocery store in the Marina District of San Francisco. I don't know if that's aisle two, but that's certainly a number two. He even brought his t- own TP, says Matt. Matt, he probably got that from, you know, a couple aisles over. But there he is, right in the aisle, <sighs> dropping Il Duce. <laughs> a little historical joke. Well, a crazy person can do that anywhere. Or, you know, there's just, it's it's just in the air that that sort of thing is more acceptable than it used to be. Certainly in the air when he was done. And there's no doubt that that's true. That's Horrifying. more acceptable. Horrifying. Uh, let's see. You know what? I'm going to wrap my hand. Oh, listening uh, to you guys, you mentioned the uh, SCOTUS not taking up the Boise case, the the homeless, the sleeping beds, bums case. There's nothing the West Coast can do about homelessness. That's not true. The voters can decide to vote out the politicians that give the handouts. The voters can stop voting for politicians that make shoplifting, car break-ins, etc. a misdemeanor. The voters can stop voting for the government they deserve, but they won't, so they reap what they sow. I'll keep listening after I move to Minnesota. That's Nick in Orange County heading for Minnesota. Pretty decent point. That's a lovely place. I love Minnesota. Let's see. Oh, Kathy has written to us before about her office, which backs up to a a substantial creek, I think, or a river that was taken over by a bum camp. And they used to go out on the back patio there at their work and have lunch together and look at the creek. It sounds idyllic. sounds wonderful until the bum camp uh, came up. Um, well, this morning, uh, well, they, the authorities finally cleaned it out, and then a crew came along and cleaned it up. 
Well, this morning I went out on our balcony. There was one of the bums who had returned, was enjoying a campfire. I said out loud, oh, no, you're back. Yeah. He said back to me, yeah, exactly like your sound bite. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was a fag, Kathy, friend of Armstrong and Getty. Uh, oh, fag, homeless friend of Armstrong and Getty. Well, we have friends, one of our clients that uh, we like. Their business is right there by an overpass and by the river, and uh, regularly the bum camp gets rousted out, and they say by the end of the day it's back. So, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do about it. We, we we should link the New York Times story. I don't know if you can watch it if you don't have a New York Times subscription. But it's they'll something. let you through a limited time. Yeah, you get, an, uh, I think, five articles a month or something like that. But it's something to see in a video. Marshall's got his news coming up. Coming across in more and more interesting, interesting stories. So the victims of Harvey Weinstein, who are going to get a whole bunch of his money from the insurance company for oh, him having yeah, a rape the insurance them, company's money. Then, then, the, then they have to give a whole bunch over to taxes and lawyers. The amount that they have to give over is absolutely amazing. Uh, various cities paying people to move there. Why flirting at work might be necessary for a functioning workplace. And that we're destroying a normal part of society. Zero tolerance, Jack. We won't have any of that funny stuff. All stuff we're going to get to. You're really rocking that denim today, Jack. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm denim head to toe. <laughs> see you got to get you a denim flirt. shirt. See if, anybody, close. see if anybody flirts with me. <laughs> What's that called? The Canadian tuxedo Absolute. or the Tennessee tuxedo? Uh, or? I, uh, I get a variety of uh, taunts. Taunts. <laughs> <laughs> As I walk the halls. Hey, getting back to that uh, people getting paid to move to cities thing, uh, I wonder if I could get like a bidding war going for, for me. <laughs> Who wants me? Right. Here are my attributes. I'm a fine citizen. I pay my taxes. I keep my yard neat. I'm willing to join one to two civic organizations. There you go. Well, maybe in a pinch all umpire little league game. Who wants me? Come and get me. <laughs> uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, while much of media attention has been focused on the ongoing impeachment process, there is a vote Media com- attention, not the people's attention. Yep. There is a vote coming up in the House on a federal spending bill that is massive both in number of pages and number of dollars. Yeah, and now this is important. How- the giant omnibus spending bills that they ram through every now and then that reach into every part of your life and uh, give you left, less freedom and less money. House leaders say the 2,313-page bill calls for almost $1.5 trillion in federal spending. As the uh, move heads off a government shutdown that would take place <coughs> this weekend. And, of course, it's many tens of billions more than we're taking in. Perhaps you're about to get to that. Democrats and Republicans have been fighting for months over spending priorities. But now in the final rush, the compromise bill gives both sides some of what they want as well as some of what they don't want. There's money for the border wall, along with cementing a total of $738 billion in fiscal 2020 funding for the military, $632 billion for non-defense departments like education, housing, and urban development. That's health. going to get spent by who, doing what. Nobody pays any <laughs> right. attention. Who and, cares? And health and human services. And the spending bill includes raising the age to buy tobacco and vaping products to 21, a measure we are told enjoys bipartisan support 
in the House and the Senate. It's odd that it's crammed into a spending bill, but that's how you get stuff through. Yeah, I almost wonder if they didn't throw that in there so people would talk about that, because I've seen it in every story about this, mm-hmm. so that nobody discusses the, what's the total, one point whatever trillion dollars worth of spending? Almost one and a half trillion dollars. You would think th- this sort of thing would get discussed all day long on cable news. Uh-uh. With backs and forths about, we don't need to do that. Yes, we do. No, we don't. How about half as much? No, nothing. Just nobody, including me, has any idea what's in there and where the money's going and is how much more is that than before and why right. and who's asking for it. Were just, there any cuts to anything that have been proved not to work? I almost guarantee you that's uh, not the case. Redundant, but. useless, whatever. No. No, it's ongoing and they're thundering toward passage. And we they, pay no attention to stuff like this. Yeah. And they need to get it done by Friday. Yeah, because the government would shut down and oh, what a horror that would be. Yes. Meanwhile, you got the House Rules Committee expected to meet in a marathon session today to set the parameters for the debate over the articles of impeachment for President Trump. The committee hearing begins today with the full House debating the articles of impeachment on Wednesday. Fine. Go ahead, please. Finish it up. Finish it up. Move along. Meanwhile, President Trump... Can you imagine? So they had uh, another 14 hours this past Thursday discussing the impeachment thing. A total of, I don't know what the total is. How many hours? This has been days and days and days and days. Behind Behind the scenes, then in front of the scenes, and then again in front of the scenes, then the closing arguments. Imagine that much talk about the spending bill. On television, mm. with pundits discussing, huh. and you know, really grilling people from the various departments about. You say you need three hundred billion more dollars. I see here that it hasn't accomplished anything in the last five years. And then you know, the next person says it has to. You know, arguing about that. Right. It's a beautiful, beautiful dream you have. You'd yep. think we would. You know, and but in, we don't. And no, not of, only do we not, right. it's freaking unthinkable. Part of it is half the country. Ah! Part of it is half the country pays no federal taxes, right. so they don't have a lot of interest right. in it. Which is the idea. Yeah. I don't know. I think grilling down, boring into the bill, this kind of bill would be really fascinating. At least I do, too. For me. It would be. It would take many weeks. Oh, yeah. Which they know in Congress. And so they just keep filtering that enormous amount of money right. through themselves, gaining wealth, power, and influence for themselves. And nobody has any interest in protecting your tax dollars. Why do we make people angry every show? What, why do we come in and, and try to gall people and make them like life less? What sort of, who would listen to this crap? You know what I like about Armstrong and Getty? I wake up pretty optimistic and happy about the day, but by the time I get to work, I just, I wish I didn't even exist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Should have just let it drop after Jack's beautiful dream. Yeah. This is why I don't listen. I don't blame you. In there listening to the Taylor Swift Christmas album. All right, and a self-help note. Why science says clutter is bad for your health. Now, it really might uh, be time to clean out those closets. The Mayo Clinic researchers... Remember, I actually Googled the definition of squalor the other day to see if I live in squalor. Because I was thinking we might meet the the definition, and we do. Do you? So so I live in squalor. Wow. uh, Which is a lot of clutter. Yeah, somebody uh, made reference to your place as squalor holler via the email the other day. That's pretty good. Formerly known as rube holler. Kind of the uh, the opposite end of the spectrum of Chateau Relaxo. Although I'm not clutter-free as well. Right. I require about at least 10 to 15% of clutter to feel actually comfortable. Yeah, that's interesting. Some people are uh, comfortable around clutter. Yeah. I am not. It too, drives me crazy. Right. Too much, I can't stand it. But if I walk into my house and it's like a, a hotel room when I first check in, or oh, it I looks like... That. An, I, I, uh, oh, that's interesting. Because I, I walk like into that. a hotel yeah. room and it's like... Oh, this is so fantastic. Everything is in its own place. There's nothing out of place. Mm. And I put my socks and underwear in the drawer and my suitcase in the closet and close the door, and it's still just pristine. Oh, boy. I love that. 
It's just so relaxing. I live in the 180-degree opposite. <laughs> the Mayo Clinic researchers say clutter can actually cause your stress levels to rise, yeah, which does. in turn affects your physical and mental health. I don't doubt it. Multiple studies confirming this with one in 2010 finding that women who described their homes as cluttered had higher levels of the stress hormone in their bodies and felt more and more depressed over the course of the day. And of course, the good news is you can all you can you know uh, straighten these things out by just picking up the clutter, straightening Squalor. up your house. The state of being extremely dirty and unpleasant, especially as a result of poverty or neglect. We're not poor, but there's neglect apparently. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Squalor is defined as the condition of being filthy and wretched. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Wretched. Rel- relatively wretched. <laughs> well, wretch is a, is a lost word. That's a great word. I'm going to start working that more in more often, along with sharenting. <laughs> oh boy. Um, how do we feel about raising the tobacco age to 21? Nobody needs to use tobacco products. They're terrible for everyone. And right, we have a much bigger overarching problem, and that is the the question of when a human becomes an adult has become so utterly blurred in that's, our society. That's why it's, I bring it up. so yeah. much more complicated, so much more spread out than it's ever been in human history. Yeah, that's the jumping off point for the conversation, because I don't actually care about the age for tobacco consumption going up. But the fact that you commit any crime as an 18-year-old, well, you're fully responsible. Right. You might spend time in jail or, or, or lose a tremendous amount of money. Your wage is docked for who knows how long, because you're an adult making adult decisions. You can vote. You can enlist in the military and a dozen other things i I guarantee you the navajo weren't rubbing their chins in you know 270 years ago saying i just don't know when a boy ought to assume responsibilities and learn to fight and that sort of thing i just is it 16 or is it 30 or you know in in industrial europe or anything nobody was worrying (laughs) about these things it's you know it's some, a, I mean, some of it is legal like you were just talking about and some of it is expectations what are, what are our expectations do we have expectations that uh 20 year olds should be out on their own making their own decisions and responsible for them or not if we're raising the limit for uh the age for tobacco it would sound to me like we we don't believe they can make their own decisions right or drink or a variety of other things right now it gets more complicated when you get into something like drinking because it's now indisputable, scientifically speaking, that humans' decision-making maturity doesn't really finish getting formed until the early to mid-20s, 22 to 24 So is that an average. argument for holding people accountable at 20 years old for committing a crime? Drinking aside? Your brain's not fully formed yet, right. as you're just saying. Right. You probably ought to have a little more leniency for younger offenders, but then you get into voting. How in the world can you say that? How did we leave that out? Well, yeah, as the Democrats try to push it to 16, which is absolutely laughable. It would be laughable if it were not so horrifying. With all the information out there about smoking, you cannot make that decision on your own as an 18-year-old. Now, who should be president? Even though it is infinitely (laughs) clear what the right decision is. Now, who should be president? What tax policy should be? Those things, sure, you can make that decision. Absolutely. You're more than sophisticated enough to noodle that through. 
Of course, as we know, it's a political maneuver. Trying to get younger and younger doofuses to vote is purely a way to get the rabble to the poll and always elect Democrats because children are more prone to accepting emotional arguments. It is absolutely, indisputably clear what's happening there. And resist it. Resist we much. Would this be true for uh, chewing tobacco also? I believe so. Hmm. Yeah. Can't get that till you're 21? Nope. Well, there you are at the convenience store. They turn you down. That makes you a wretch, a an unfortunate or unhappy person. <laughs> I know how I'm going to make wretch. I know how I'm going to make my living after this yeah. passes. Stand outside convenience stores and sell chewing tobacco to uh, miners. Wow. You, I'll buy it child. for you. Yeah. Looking for some spit? Small markup. <laughs> yeah. Small yeah. markup. Wow, good good hipster lingo there. <laughs> Need some spit? Need some spit. So that can, way, when the when the fuz comes and hassles you, what? What? I said spit. I can't say that. I know. I can tell those guys walking in. I mean, I, that's my crowd right there. The chewing tobacco. Crowd, and what'd you so. call the police there? The fuzz. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was cool too. Nineteen seventy four called. So a uh, whole bunch of different things we got to catch up on. Oh yeah, the uh, the AOK symbol. Oh, do you mean the white supremacist symbol? Look at him, he's doing it again. The cadets that did it at the football game the other day on TV that are being investigated. Closeted Klansmen. I have the proof. Okay, coming that up. That's stupid. On the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Christmas is a week in two days. The it's hard to say, Jack. Hard to say. Nobody knows. <laughs> My son's birthday is Monday, so you get the whole birthday Christmas mishmash. Oh, boy. Holy <clears throat> crap. Got a Russian spy ship off the coast of America. God, it, just, uh, it just occurred to me. My wife's birthday is two days away. <laughs> Well, Whoops! Glad it came up. Well, I've been bouncing back from the surgery, and it's kind of dominated my world. You know? Have you ever forgotten her birthday? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, I just had a panic attack, though. So now, mm. wondering what the date was. And anyway, you were saying something? There's a Russian spy ship off the coast of America. That's not cool. Thirty miles off the coast of uh, it was in Florida, South Carolina, Connecticut, just cruising out there with its lights off and going silent, not responding to uh, radio contact. How about we do to them what they do to our planes now and again? Or, or, or put them, uh, you know, six fathoms deep. Sink it. I don't know if that's like a hundred feet or a million. <laughs> six fathoms. I don't either. Put them 20,000 leagues under the sea. <laughs> yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> huh. oh, that's funny. Let's see. Uh, so listen. <laughs> and uh, uh, later on, and I'm really looking forward to this, our, our friends at reason.com have the top 10 moral panics of the 2010s. That sounds great. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, think the the granddaddy of them all. I'll give it away because we're going to do this later on. But the granddaddy is the uh, the creepy clown scare thing. But the uh, the top panics of the last decade. Um, and, and one of them is the uh, alleged uh, omnipresence of white supremacists here, there, and everywhere. And... I was watching the Army-Navy football game over the weekend, Joe, in which they cheered Trump like crazy. Right. And then on TV, as I'm watching on ESPN, right behind the announcers, several cadets flashed the AOK 
sign, which is the white supremacy sign, and they are currently being investigated. Right. Right. Well, a couple of things you need to know. First of all, that whole okay is white power. That's because uh, we mentioned this yesterday, but when you make the AOK sign with your fingers up, the three fingers up is a W. Then the circle you're making for AOK, if you hold your hand right, is a P, white white power. Yes. Well, that is at least partly a prank from the notorious 4chan which does this sort of thing all the time. You remember Pepe the Frog, whatever. They just declare things. Hey, let's push that this is a white supremacist symbol now and and throw it out there, and the media laps it up because there's a great deal of attention for that sort of thing. So the, the AOK sign was actually an example of that. They just promoted it. Yeah, just to pardon the, the frank language, folks, but in the parlance of our time, they're just dicking with you. So you get that, plus we got from several young people in college, the military, etc. The so-called circle game is resurgent at this point. That has to do with something, you make a circle and you, you get to punch somebody or yeah, something? So if you, Some if idiot you, young man thing. If you make your friend... <laughs> like I engaged in. If you make your friend in any way look at you making a circle, then you get to, you get to punch him in the arm. But if somehow they are able to put their finger in the circle, kind of canceling it out, then they get to punch you in the arm. Anyway, <laughs> apparently that has resurfaced in, for instance, circles where young 18-year-old military cadets run and go to football games. So they're just being silly young people. They're not freaking white supremacists. Shemony. <laughs> well, so, somebody else had texted that that a W upside down is an M, and that's M for midshipmen, and that's what people do. Okay. So I don't know. All right. Great. Super. Which sounds reasonable also. They're not declaring themselves to be Klansmen on national TV. <laughs> see, that's the part. Think about it. <laughs> you can see their faces. That's the part that's always uh, odd to me, is that if you are a white supremacist, right? why would you want to uh, declare yourself so in front of a large crowd, bringing nothing but you know problems down upon your life, and advancing your cause, zero? I, I could see a certain brand of numbskull would think, I'll just give the little sign and only my brethren will notice it. But at this point, come on, you're a midshipman, you're doing it right to the camera, looking at the camera, doing the midi or, or, or you know, or the circuit. Well, come on. Well, you know, Everybody lighten up. Do you know how hard it is to get into those two institutions also? It's the, you know, it's the cream of the crop. Yeah. That ends up in those, uh, those, 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 those worlds. Um, uh, what were your other examples? Of, uh, you the moral some, panics? No, you had some funny examples yesterday of the AOK is actually oh. the W and the, uh, the oh, P yeah, is white yeah. power. Uh, oh, yeah, the uh, the peace sign is actually a V for Valkyrie, is in the ride of the Valkyries. <laughs> Wagner, Hitler's favorite composer, everybody knew, knows it. Uh, Hang Loose is Hitler Lives. <laughs> um, what was the other one? I don't even remember. Um, so, uh, uh, the okay, yeah. I guess that's, that settles that. YMCA is actually, you must be Caucasian American. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I knew it. Unbelievable. You know, if we really wanted to get ethnically touchy, we could uh, deal with the situation in India that has a huge illegal immigration problem from various God-forsaken, Allah-forsaken Muslim lands. So they've got this huge influx flux of Muslim people, and they're changing the culture, blah, 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 and they're trying to figure out who's a citizen and who's not, and it's probably being badly handled on both sides, but 
Um, the media is, the American media is actually absolutely terrible. Of course, they only report on the, the, uh, the, the kind and loving college students. Uh, protesting on one side of the thing, but don't acknowledge, as we've actually had an uh, Indian listener email us, that these towns are getting flooded with Muslims who then say you need to convert or leave a town that was two and a half years ago. Um, just your, you know, the Hindu here, Muslim there, whatever. They've got quite an ethnic mix in India, but. Anyway, we got a fair amount of text yesterday on the topic of uh, modern classrooms in public schools. Oh, yeah. Got a a couple of great emails on that, too. Uh, And how out of control they are and how they're out of control because teachers are not allowed to do anything about it. We started with the example of um, uh, kids talking while the teacher's trying to teach. Kids talking and the teacher's saying, you need to stop talking, and they just don't. And there's nothing the teacher can do. And when you get older, uh, a friend of mine said... The, the kids will just get up and walk out of the room. Mm. They just leave, and there's nothing you can do about it. We got a bunch of texts about that, too, so maybe we'll get to that later. Um, the homeless situation, the New York Times highlights coming up. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Aaron's. Approval not guarantee. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.